mood. Let's get into the mood. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Ellie and Jared podcast. I know we say it so often, but like... It, it's our favorite jingle. <laughs> it's our favorite jingle. We've had a like a rough start to the day, and like I really feel like that music helps. It really does. It, our, our rough start started last night. <laughs> Guys, I'm sure we're not the only ones in the world right now that we're not panicking, but if we were to say, oh, we're not scared at all, that would be a lie. I think we're aware. And, and I think that is, Jared, you know, Jared has been waking up anxious mm-hmm. and that's not really my personality, I which know. is, di- it's so interesting to hear that. You know what I hear right now? Mm-hmm. I hear lots of echoing it's, in the room. It's because the blankets are down. The, all the blankets are down. We'll have to figure it out. We'll figure that out. And we'll for, talk about that in a minute. But I actually, I did want to talk about the quarantine, the coronavirus, COVID-19. I wanted to talk a little bit about it and I just... Yeah, I wanted to check in with you specifically and see how you're doing, Ellie. How are you feeling with all of this? I I've seen two sides and this I and I feel both of these sides. I'm very heartbroken for people that are going through sickness and they're suffering and I'm I'm heartbroken for people that are out of work. We've had several sponsorships fall through mm-hmm. because of this as well. I am a little anxious because in December, we technically said no to an income. <laughs> and <laughs> portion of it, yes. And now, because we don't take anything from our clothing line. Like, mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's hard because a lot of brands are like <clears throat> cutting off right now. Cutting off marketing. And, and yeah. I also am, what did I read the other day? And see, I don't even know if it's real. You tell me that nurses, if, if they were not working, they're not paying them. Internet on healthcare is that true? So, I've you know you ha- you never know what exactly is true unless it comes directly from the source. But that I've, made me like furious. I thought there's so many people that are yeah. I think what it was, if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a few days. But nurses who work for the certain hospital don't get paid overtime, but they're asking them to work more and do not get paid time off if they're sick. You know, like that kind of stuff. And I think that's hard. Because that's something that we, you would almost expect in a time like this where it's a global effect. But especially like the nurses, it's like out of all the companies that are able to pay. Yeah. Like that, that would be hard. Yeah, that's, that's really hard. And I think, you know, we made an Instagram post about this, but the doctors, the nurses, the custodians who work in the hospital, the the food people who work in the hospital, the people who deliver stuff to the hospital, the people who deliver stuff to your door, the grocery store workers, the scientists, the endocrinologists, the biologists, all of these people who are working nonstop to slow this down. Like they deserve a huge round of applause. They are like the heroes of this, working their hardest, putting everything that they can to work to make this possible is so cool. Like good for them. Thank you. Amen. Like if you guys are a part of that group from Ellie and Jared, like thank you. How can we help more? Like it's amazing what you guys have done. In breath it makes you ticked off for the people that are not taking it seriously mm-hmm. because it's, They're it's making, affecting. Absolutely. So I've been kind of butthurt because I've I've just seen a lot of really rude comments and so I'm just like annoyed yeah (laughs) to be honest well let's let's walk through this timeline okay so I I kind of just went through in my mind 
when this all started for us as a family and when it started for the world. I don't have specific dates, but it's been interesting to watch it unfold. The biggest timeline that I have or the most like hard date that I have is when we flew into California for Mm -hmm. Alt Summit to do the Bali runway show. It was still really big in China, but it had not made its way to the United States. That was March 1st or 2nd that we flew in. And I remember distinctively saying in the car, wash your hands extra, extra good because of this virus that is going around over in Asia. I don't know if it had gone through China just yet into other countries outside of China, but it was definitely getting there. And I was saying like, wash your hands extra well as we're, especially as we're traveling. And I remember like rolling up my sleeves and taking time in the bathrooms and people were waiting for me to wash my hands. Like I distinctly remember that. Mm -hmm. That was, so that was March 1st or 2nd and now it is March 24th. So, and it is spread like wildfire. 23, 22 days, almost uh, three weeks ago. And, but even before that, I remember seeing, learning about the outbreak on Reddit, seeing the doctor, his picture, who reported it and said like, this is a new strain of the flu that is killing people and it's not being documented the way it should in China. And so when I saw that, that's kind of what made me think, Oh, we're traveling with people who are doing international travels. You never know what you're going to have. Obviously you want to wash your hands and be clean, but now it is more important because it actually impacts you and other people around you. So that was March 1st or 2nd. Then we kind of just had like this quiet time where it was like the calm before the storm. No one was really doing anything. People weren't really taking it seriously. I remember we, I was talking about it at a family gathering and I, they kind of just shrugged it off and I was, was not letting it go. And I kind of felt bad about that. And I was talking about food storage and that sort of thing. And that was like, a few days after Alt Summit. Mm -hmm. So March 6th, 7th, maybe. And then a few days later, we got, because I was wondering when this would come into the United States. We got the notice. I can't remember if it was a national notice first or the state notice first that we would limit large gatherings of like 50 people or more. And then we thought, oh my gosh, what are we going to do about the schools? Like, what are we going to do about the kids' schools? Because obviously Jackson and Calvin are around, you know, 50 people, uh, maybe not Calvin, but he's around a lot of people. And then just like a day or so later, they said, you know, we're going to cancel school for two weeks and reevaluate and see how it goes. And when they said that, Jared and I felt like, or maybe everyone did, that it was like, yeah, it's going to be longer than that. Yeah. And, and now it is. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, this was the the beginning part of March, or at least like the second week of March. And then we had the national order of, 50 group, uh, groups of 50 or less. And then we had to cancel our Bali party. We didn't cancel oh, we, it. We we're postponing it. it. Yeah. I would like to cancel it. It probably is going to be canceled, but I, we don't know yet. There's a lot of people on the team. So we'll just see yeah, how we're it trying plays to figure out. out how this impacts everyone and just try to make the best decision for everyone. Yeah. And then, then it went to groups of 10 people or less. And that was like, okay, this is serious business for the nation, for the world. And I feel like Ellie and I, when they made the announcement of groups of 50 people, we kind of were like, all right, we're just going to stay home. We're going to self-isolate. And that's kind of what we've done ever since the very first announcement. When was 
the day we went to the grocery store and that was the last day like we've like been out it's been more than two weeks the stores were crazy people mm-hmm. were everywhere everything was out of stock and jared and i went to grab a few gallons of milk and you know whatever we thought we might need to get us by for two weeks yeah and in the last two and a half weeks we had something delivered last night for food mm-hmm. and other than that we've just been making meals out of Doing, what we have yeah using what we have here and it's and been now cool. we want to buy a deep freeze. <laughs> deep freeze to be even more prepared yeah i would like to buy deep freeze yeah and we'll get more into the food storage because there's there's a lot that we have to say yeah. about it in We're, like two minutes we'll get into the food storage well we'll see i've got a schedule ellie and you cannot control my schedule i'm running this podcast i'm here. type a i like to control <laughs> we're gonna you know what we should do we should have a podcast that you run and see if it's more organized or less organized than the <laughs> podcast that i've run and then we'll see what people think about Perfect. who runs the podcast and they're like okay ellie we like your podcast better and then i'm like okay i'm out of the job again another job i'm out of jeepers the ellie took over <laughs> it is called the ellie and jared podcast so we did that because it's alphabetically but i think it worked out in the end Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, over the past year or so, Ellie and I have been speaking with a counselor, and I can't tell you how wonderful it has been for our marriage and for our business. So I want to ask you guys, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp Online Counseling is there to help. BetterHelp offers private, affordable online counseling when you need it from licensed, board-accredited therapists anytime, anywhere. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient and it's available on desktop, mobile, and even iOS and Android apps. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video or phone sessions and even chat and text with your therapist. They have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, anxiety, relationships, family conflicts, LGBT matters, and the list goes on. Plus, if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. BetterHelp has 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, and it's available worldwide. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, and broad expertise in the network is great because it may not be locally available in many areas. Best of all, it's truly an affordable option. Ellie and Jared listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code Jared. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com Jared. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you will love. That's betterhelp.com slash Jared. Today's episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You know, growing up, cereal was just the best part of being a kid, wasn't it? But as time goes on, you grow up and realize, well, you know, maybe that cereal wasn't the best for you, is full of sugar and junk, you know, that you probably shouldn't really be eating until now, guys, Magic Spoon is the cereal for everyone, especially us adults who <laughs> love cereal and miss it so much. Listen to this, zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. They have four delicious flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, and it tastes amazing. It sounds too good to be true, but this time it's not. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Guys, it's delicious. I think my favorite is cocoa. 
Uh, but I think fruity might be up there. You know, honestly, they're all so delicious. I love them. So guys, if you are missing out on the cereal that you enjoyed when you were a kid, get that back into your life right now and enjoy yourself. Go to magicspoon.com slash EJ to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code EJ at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash EJ and use the code EJ for free shipping. And we want to thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. As of yesterday, we got an announcement that schools are now closing their public doors until May 1st. So that is like one full month. Um, Wait, no, no, no. I'm trying to think in my head because it's almost April. It was two weeks, and now it's even longer. So the school closure was for two weeks. The two weeks have basically gone up, and now they're extending it until May 1st. I am, And then school is out at the end of May or beginning of June. Yeah, so I my guess is that the schools are going to be closed for the rest of the school year and that it'll just be all online. Oh, can we give a shout-out to teachers? Yes. Out of all of the people who have turned something around in the most incredible way teachers have, they have gone from a in-school curriculum to an online curriculum in a matter of days. Like, that is absolutely amazing. Teachers should get a raise for that. I saw like someone post about that. It's like, yeah, what company, what group of people can turn it around like that mm-hmm. and make something available to K through 12 instantly? I don't want to jump the gun. I, Jared and I love brainstorming. Guys, we talk scenarios out all, all the, time. the time about anything, like everything. Like, are there other people on planets? <laughs> are there aliens? <laughs> like literally we've talked about everything. And From sci-fi to lo-fi it's music, NASA. <laughs> we were we were talking, and Jared's like, "What if like the world never goes back to the way it was? What if this is the new normal? Like, what if it is like the olden times or the movies where you are home and you have to like protect your home mm-hmm. and." Yeah. It can definitely be crazy. I remember reading a book when I was in sixth grade called Z for Zachariah, where if I remember correctly, there was this like gas that killed just about everybody. And there was this person who survived because they had a suit and they were, and they lived in a valley and someone came in and like disrupted everything, but they basically just had to survive. So it kind of like gives a new meaning to a lot of these survival movies because we don't know. I I don't think it'll get to the point where it's like we're literally having No, but it's something we talk about. We're just like, look. We talk about scenarios and that helps us prepare for scenarios. Yeah. And I think that's why. It's because we have an answer for something before it even happens. Yeah. And that's like the food storage situation too. It's right now scary with small businesses. Absolutely. I mean. we're being affected by that. We have employees that we're trying to take care of and we are taking care of them right now. And, um, with multiple deals that were in the works, that's like, just kidding. We're going to postpone this. So it's, it is hard to say we're a little overwhelmed would be. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately what it comes down to is like, we're doing our best. Mm -hmm. We, we have, we're using the resources that we have. I want to know how you guys are doing. How are you doing mentally? How are you doing physically? Because while this is a scary time, you know, I think it's a good time to test the abilities of, of what we have and what we have in place. I also have 
thought that it was, it's just beautiful to see communities come together oh, too. That's the best part about this. Your cousin posted today that the teachers did a parade where the teachers Aww. were in a car and they went around the blocks while all the students sat in their cars waving to their teachers. Oh, that's so sweet. And, you know, we had St. Patrick's Day where we hung little St. Patrick's Day oh, yeah. things in our windows to go on walks. And the kids got to find all the St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. clo- clovers. In like so, the in the window. So you yeah. would walk down the neighborhood and look at people's houses and try and find the four-leaf clovers and... That's fun to see like a bright side of things. You know who I think is really loving all of this, you know, people staying at home? Dogs. Dogs. They are loving every minute. They're like, I've never been on so many walks in my entire life. My owners are home all the time. Penny is so happy right now. Because we're just kind of like pushing everything aside and we've just like been home. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to take this lightly. I want to, you know, try and mean every word that I say, like while this has been scary and while we're definitely taking this seriously, we are definitely taking advantage of the time that we have together. We've been watching movies with the kids. We've been playing with the kids. We've been playing with the dogs. Yeah. Like that is something that we will enjoy. And I hope that at the end of this, if there is an end of this, that's something that we can take away is like, look at the time that we are able to spend together and it, moving forward, you are in charge of your own time and schedule. So many people I've seen online are actually like, oh, I'm relieved that I have to cancel everything. Mm-hmm. Like they're relieved. And it's like, I do think it's nice that the whole world has to pause and stop and sit back and like lean on each other, but don't touch me. You know, <laughs> it's like. And and know. like really evaluate what is most important yes. in their lives. And one thing that I really am grateful for is the technology that we have in place. Like right now we have a DBEJCK quarantine <laughs> Marco Polo where we're, we've been chatting with each other. And like, I think it helps a lot that we have the technology to be able to video chat and, and work from home. Like how many people have, yeah, don't have that, but you know, those people who do, they realize how essential their jobs are because now all of a sudden they can work from home when they told they weren't be weren't able to. Yeah. Like that's cool that they can work from home. Our hearts go out to those who especially that lost have a, kids their jobs that and, they are not like who's watching kids right now. Yeah. Like I know several people in my neighborhood where it's like both the husband and wife are kind of a little flustered because it's like, well, what are we going to do with all of our kids? Mm-hmm. Yes. Our heart is heavy for a lot of people right now. We hope the best for you and we're praying for you and we're thinking about you. So I don't want this to be a Debbie Downer podcast. There are definitely some things that I want people to take away from this podcast. One thing that has definitely changed is the room we're in. We mentioned that earlier. It's very echoey in here right now. Because we took down all of the blankets, all of, you know, this vocal studio that I had set up in here. There were wool blankets, chairs, lights, equipment all over this room. So you walk in, it's jam-packed, you squeeze into a little door, and that's where our food storage is. And since January, we have had this up in our room. And Jared has had, one by one, my siblings come to our home. Since January, yeah. Yeah, and they have voice recorded their parts of the Griffiths cookbook. Yeah. It's been like a really fun project that I've really been excited to work on and get done because I've been able to learn so many things about it. So I set up this like four by four vocal studio. It was probably too big 
for, you know, actual vocals, but it's, I had what I had and I built something. And then I had like a little monitoring studio where I sat on the other side of the window and recorded them. And we went through all of the personal stories in the Griffiths cookbook and narrated them. So if there's like a thing that says, you know, signed by Ellie, she spoke that part and you can tap on that part in the cookbook and you can hear Ellie say that stuff. You can hear mom read the story. So it brings all of the stories to life. And it was so cool to hear people say the stuff that they did because there was not a dry eye in the room when we recorded. Everyone felt the emotions that we felt while we were writing their Griffiths cookbook, taking the photographs, like all of the photo shoots. It was a very emotional time because you brought all of those feelings that you had when you experienced those stories, the nostalgia along with the food. It was just beautiful. And we had the idea of making a digital copy of the cookbook because there's so many people like in the UK around the world that want this book, but shipping's expensive. It is expensive. And we worked so hard we, you, you have to like negotiate deals with shipping companies in order to bring down prices of shipping internationally. Like when we were doing this with a cookbook and the, the children's books that I did, there were shipping prices that were upwards of $100 to yeah. ship for in like a week or two. It would take a week or two and it would cost $100. The fact that we were able to do international shipping for $19.99 blows my mind. Yeah. So, but we listened to a lot of the people who wanted to have this book. And so we made a digital version of it. I just have to give a huge shout out to Jared. So I'll hurry. In January, he voice recorded the whole family. And then he took three days straight and edited all of the footage. And he is the one that got it all up and running. Like, I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. And it, this stretched his knowledge. Like mm-hmm. this, I, this was a hard project. I used applications that I've never used before. I had to learn how to do it. If you see on Twitter, there's like me asking questions to people about how to do certain things. And ultimately I think it worked out all right. I, you can click on buttons in the book and it'll take you to the page. You can click on the index and it'll take you right where you need to go. So it's like a really functional book it tested my knowledge and I had a lot of fun with it. And, you know, sometimes things get put on the back burner. This is actually one of those things got that got put on the back it burner. started in January. Yeah. We started recording. Julie was the first person here, like on January 6th and she recorded all of her parts. And then we had mom and Ruby come and they recorded all and dad and they recorded all their parts. And then I think Bali with our launch, we had to stop and dedicate all of our time to get ready for the Bali launch. And so we postponed it for a little bit. And then I was like, we really need to get this going. We've had so many people since the quarantine talk about the bread and food storage. And we thought this is the time to, right. to finish this up. And so we, we got things together as fast as we possibly could. And given the measures that we are able to take, we finished it. And I took three, like literally three straight days from 7 a.m. until like midnight. And I edited all of the audio together and got it into this digital format where you can learn how to make bread. Like mom said on her Instagram story, so many people have asked her, mm-hmm. how do you make bread? And like, unfortunately, it's becoming a necessity. You, there's a lot of times, a lot of stores where you don't have bread, so you need to make your own. So that's why we wanted to talk about food storage. Right, exactly. You guys can check out the digital copy of the Griffiths Cookbook at griffithscookbook.com. 
We want to take a quick second and thank today's sponsor of our podcast, which is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's what we use right now. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So... Now, let's get into food storage. Wowie, uh, food storage is something that has been ingrained in me my whole life. And me too. It's something that we grew up hearing about all of the time. Yeah. Being prepared for worst case scenarios, they always will happen. Your car will break down. <laughs> kind of like Murphy's Law yeah. is what it is. Bad situations unfortunately happen, but if you are mentally prepared, you know your answer or slowly get prepared, things won't be as hard. Exactly. And it's interesting, as soon as all this quarantine happened, you know, I noticed several of my siblings talking about their food storage and I didn't realize that every single one of my family members have been made fun of for having a cold storage room. And maybe that's a Utah thing. I don't think it's a Utah thing. I think a lot of people have like a cold storage room, but we, we do. And the whole point of the cold storage room is to be prepared. It's not to be wasteful of food. It's not to just hoard food. It's to be prepared. So when I go to the grocery store and I buy one roll of toilet paper, I buy two. And then one roll of toilet paper goes in the food storage. And then when we run out of toilet paper in our house, hey, I have an extra in the cold storage room. So I grab that and then I replace that. So when we go to the grocery store, we buy a one to replace the one that we took and then we put the other one back. Yep. And there are so many things online where it's like, this is what you need in your cold storage room. Jared and I only have what we actually will be eating. We have a lot of black beans. We have a lot of tomatoes, green beans. Thank goodness. Green beans. <laughs> we have fish. flour. We have tons of tuna fish. We don't have like cans of like chicken or anything like Which that because things- we don't eat that. But if you do grab it, but we eat a lot of tuna fish. So we have tuna fish in there. We have mac and cheese in there. We have a little bit of water in there in case of emergencies. And we use that water. So in the summertime, when we go to the lake, if we need a little bit of water, like if we're, you know, running places, we use that. And then at the end of summer, I replace it so that it's just there for whenever we need it. Right. And Like Ellie said at the beginning, it's like, it's not a matter of if, it's when. And we saw this firsthand with Ellie's parents. Ellie's dad had a job for 23 years and was unexpectedly laid off. Shocked. Absolutely shocked. He was like pretty high at his position too. So it wasn't like it was a low level thing. It was just like, we're doing layoffs and you're one of them. And their, his job, they, you know, they did layoffs every few years and, you know, he was always worried and stressed, but to be laid off at that time was very shocking. So we saw immediately a few things. Dad got a new full, full-time job looking for a new job. That was his full-time job. And then they said, okay. This was during the recession too, wasn't it? I think it was like 2000. It was right after we got married. So yeah. 2009, 2010. So right okay. during like the, the. Hard. Yeah. It was like just starting to come out of it. And it took him a year yeah, to I think find like this nine job. months to 12 months to find a job. So during that 
eight, nine, ten month period, they lived off of the food storage that they had in their cold storage. And it was cool to see them utilize the things that they had at their disposal. Yeah. And we saw that firsthand. And so that definitely like inspired Ellie and I to be ready for that. So just to reiterate, we ate or they ate what they bought and they replaced what they ate. The, I think one of the biggest things about food storage is it has to be stuff that you are going to eat. And I thought a lot about this because in January, and I'm kicking myself about this in January, I was like, we need to buy more food storage. And I was looking at like all of the pre-made kits, like from Thrive, Augustan Farms, Mountain Man Preparedness, or, you know, all of these big companies. And they're great. They're awesome. Like, I'm, this is not a dig at them whatsoever. They're, they're really, really great. And I'd love to like work with them, try their food, anything like that. I absolutely would. But one of the biggest things is you can't just buy that stuff and then put it there and then use it when something bad happens. Because you don't know if you're going to like the food or not. Well, and um, your mom made a comment, and I definitely am not. I don't want to, I'm not trying to be rude, but I did think it's interesting. She said she was talking to some friends and how they're like, oh, we hope everything in our food storage is like good and not like bad because it's been like 20 years since it's been in there. And I thought, then you're doing it wrong. Exactly. (laughs) You need to use what you have. Cycle through it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's one of the biggest uh, takeaways from putting together a food storage that I can tell you is- Use what you have, replace what you use. Mm-hmm. So don't just buy crap because you're buying it. Buy what you actually use. So I have diapers in there. I mm-hmm. have applesauce packets in there. I have just things that we would normally eat and, and we use it. Yeah. So when you go to the grocery store, find non-perishable foods. They usually come in cans. They usually have like a long shelf life and, you know, find recipes that you like and you can use those with. The Griffiths cookbook has all of the recipes you need for, for your cold storage room. Truly. I'm not just like, how do you think mom and dad lived off of this stuff using the recipes that are in the Grimace cookbook? It's like, it's so funny how like all of of this is connected. Yeah. So we're actually, we have a website Our well, elliandjared.com is now updated and there is a blog on there and we have a huge blog post dedicated to food storage. And we're coming out with another blog post that goes through all of the items that you need to make every recipe in the Griffiths cookbook. So check out elliandjared.com to see those blog posts to learn more about this in greater detail. It, it's, it's super smart. It's what we use. Obviously, you might not like some of the things that we use, but we do, and it like works out great for us. So when you're at the grocery store, get those cans of things that you like, put them in your food storage, And cycle through. When you use one, buy another one, put it at the back. Grab the front, put it in the back. We've had a few comments be like, well, I'm a college student. Well, you know, I can't just go out and buy all that because they see, wow, you have this big food storage room full. Well, I can't just do that. And, you know, it it doesn't happen overnight. When we lived in a very, very tiny apartment, when we were college students, we had literally a little, like, five by five spot and it had a few cans of beans one bag of rice and a box of mac and cheese like it was so simple but hey we could live off of that for a week if we had to Mm -hmm. and then the next apartment we got a little bigger space we got a little bit more food storage so it's like we just added more when we could 
the nice thing is you can use your garage too sometimes. Like if you have space for your garage, a lot of these things, as long as they don't get above a certain temperature, they're fine. Like, yeah. you know, green beans and stuff, those, those will be just fine. And Ellie and I started when we first got married, our food storage, and it didn't get to the size that it is now overnight. Like this is something that we've been building. When we moved Ruby and Kevin into their new house, I was shocked how big their food storage was. Yeah. But guess what? They've been doing it for 17 years. They've been using, replacing, getting new stuff for their food storage. And it's like, wow, I guess with six kids, that makes sense. I guess with when you have food storage that size, that makes sense. And our food storage is going to grow and and get bigger too. Ellie, take a picture. Ellie is holding um, our dog, Copper. Please stay, please stay. And he just put his head on the table and it's like so cute. (gasps) So we're taking a picture. Okay. (gasps) Oh my gosh. That was the cutest thing ever. That was so cute. Oh, by the way, we got a dog. His name's Copper. Copper and Penny love each other very, very much. He is a petite golden doodle and he has smitten us with his heart. Our hearts are smitten. He's so sweet. He is really sweet. So just a few things. This is directly from the Ellie and Jared blog post. A few things to think about before you stock up. Do not panic buy. Do not do all of this at one time. It's important to take your time, use Use trial and error, find out what you like, and then base it off of that. Take your time, budget for it. That's the one of the most important things. You can't just, I mean, I guess you can, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to blow all of the grocery budget on food storage. Don't panic buy. And if you normally don't cook, it's it's hard to go out and buy stuff because it's like, well, you want to use it. So think of two meals that you can just make from like, beans or whatever you can put in a cold storage room Mm -hmm. and only make those two on repeat because let's just say crap hits the fan. Crap's kind of hitting the fan right now. You can eat the same thing over and over and over and over for months and survive. It would suck, but you can do it. Right. So to pick two recipes and stock up on those things that you know how to make that you're not wasting. What is that for you? What is the meal that you can eat over and over? Oh, rice, rice, beans, and chicken. Like, over and over and over. I'm not tuna a huge. Okay. That's oh my like gosh, I could I'm eat that salivating. every day. I could eat tuna fish every single day. People would around me wouldn't like it, but guess what? We're in quarantine. Yeah, so I not many care. people would I'd eat it. care. Tuna fish is my go-to for like long-term. Like I could eat that any day. The one thing that you Soup. use miracle whip with that or we got, mayonnaise. We, and we have that in our culture. If you're a heathen, you can use mayonnaise instead of miracle I whip. I still, we've been married 10 years. And I still don't know what to buy. I'm like, I don't know what one he likes and doesn't. And I screw up half the time. Miracle whip. Miracle? But I think mayonnaise, this doesn't say real on it, like real mayonnaise. I don't know. I'm, I don't know whip? what is better for you. I just know what tastes better. Say okay. it with me. Miracle, Miracle whip. whip. <laughs> I'm going to whip you. That's how I'll remember. I'll be like, Jared likes to whip. The Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. I will buy whip. So take your time, budget for it. Buy a little bit at a time. When you go to the grocery store and you do your grocery shopping, buy one extra can, buy two extra cans. Uh, plan for it. Look for coupons, that sort of thing. The next thing, check your space. Make sure you know where the food storage is going to go and how you're going to store it. If you have a certain place that you know is going to stay cool in a certain time period, then, then put it there. And then last but certainly not least, we've touched on this, check what you eat. Pay attention to what your family is eating on a regular basis. If you're eating out all of the time, do one meal a week where you're like, this is what we're going to eat at home so we can know that we're going to make Try it. Try the recipe. You know you like it. Buy a little more of it. We have, we, we buy a frozen, 
like pizza bites, fish fillet. Oh, salmon. Yeah, fish we also salmon. do like frozen. That that's okay, yeah. <laughs> but we we buy that, and it's like that's what we're gonna have for dinner tonight. Is yep. I thought out the fish. We're gonna have uh, quinoa fish, and and it is so good. It actually is, guys. Um. So let's say you do eat out a lot. Find out what how to make that recipe at your house. Make your tacos house. at home. Yeah, we. I love panda. Ellie's not a huge panda fan, but I love panda. So it's like. We can make that at home. Do you know how bad I want to do a homemade pizza with you? I've been wanting to make a homemade pizza for years Mm -hmm. and I just don't. Well, now's the perfect time to do it. We need to. Yeah. So guys, on the Ellie and Jared blog post about food storage, we have a breakdown of in a 12 month period, things that you can get per month to help build your food storage over the course of an entire year. Which, you know, it just kind of divides it up. It's like, when you go grocery shopping, look for these things, look for coupons for these things. And then we also have an example of a three-month food supply. So there's a link to a really great, like, food supply um, spreadsheet where you can, like, check it off when you got it, all of that kind of stuff that you can put in your food storage. So the thing about food storage, continually changing. It grows with you. And you can't just like set it and forget it. I even have, can I talk a little bit about what our food storage looks like? Sure, absolutely. So if you go into the back of the room, I have a little section for the kitchen. I have a thing of Dawn dish soap. I have some pods for the dishwasher and I have two of them back there. And then I have one in the sink. It's not just for food. Yeah. So I have that. And then the next section, I have tampons, pads, cloths, like washcloths and towels and what else? And toothbrushes and toothpaste. So and flosser sticks. And flosser sticks. So I have about four toothbrushes for each person in our cold storage room. Also, we, there's deodorant. There's yep. body wash. There's shampoo. There's conditioner. All of there's that stuff. Dove soap. So it's like, it's just stuff that you need. Batteries. Double A, triple A, D, C batteries that we use regularly. And it's not a ton. It's not like I've hoarded 1,000 toothbrushes. I just have a few to get us by in case, hey, in the next two years, if I don't have money to buy toothbrushes, like if we lose a job, at least I have a fresh toothbrush right here Mm -hmm. type of thing. Or, hey, the kids got sick. Jackson's been thrown up. Calvin took his, I don't know whose toothbrush is who. I'm going to start over. Here's a new toothbrush, you know? And then the next section is cold beans or whatever beans we have. And then the very last section is actually like quick stuff like Mm -hmm. granola bars and crackers and like a bag of candy and like just something that's more fun to eat. Yeah. I think the next thing that we want to do a revisitation to personally, and maybe even on a podcast or blog post is 72 hour kits. Yeah. Something that you've never been good with that. Yeah. Like a go back, something that you can just grab, throw in the car and get out of here. When we had an earthquake the other day. Oh, I forgot about that. That's and move over coronavirus. We had an earthquake. And that's why we're still getting aftershocks. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why we decided we need to get a better 72-hour kit. We have a bin, a blue bin. People use book bags, whatever. I just want like one bin. You just grab it, you go. It has one outfit for each kid. It has a little bit of water and enough food to just get us by. Right. So that's something that we want to do. Guys, the nice thing about food storage is that it's there if you need it. I, we use ours all of the time. My hope for everyone is that we don't necessarily have to use all of our food storage at once and like survive off of it. 
But there might be times where that is a necessity. It was for Ellie's chance. Yeah. I don't know. Give us till April if brands aren't working. With, I'm being serious though. It's, like it's we'll be funny, using but, it. And yeah. also let's say my, my neighbor, she has a hurt back. I messaged her. And I said, let me know if you need anything. It's to help others around us. Yeah. If we my, have formula. If, if my neighbor, I have one thing of formula. I had it after Tommy and I decided to just keep it in the food storage room in case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. I gave the rest away and I kept one for myself and it's to help others too. So that's, that's where we stand with food storage. Yeah. We want to be able to help ourselves and help others where we have the capacity to do so. And that's like why we have it. That's what we want to do with it. And it's important for us. And I hope after all of this, you guys realize how important a food storage can be for you. I know there's a lot of people who are, you know, the next meal is the only thing they're looking for, uh, you know, have planned is the next meal. They don't have anything after that. And that's a scary thought when in a type of situation where it just falls on you like that. Yeah. We hope that never happens to you guys. Check out elianjared.com so you guys can find out more about the food storage how to plan for a food storage over the course of, course of a year, what a, an example food storage might look like to give you a three-month supply. Check out the Griffiths Cookbook. It's available digitally, so anyone can get it instantly. How much ha- is it? It is $12.99. So Perfect. it's even cheaper than the physical copy. Perfect. Also, I knew it. I just wanted to double check. <laughs> da, 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 da. Now that I've been thinking about it, it's like I wonder, we have the audio book of the Pretty Penny book and the kids book, The Boy Who Talked Rocks, Copper is chewing on the mic stand. Naughty. What the heck? You're supposed to be sleeping and being cute, not tearing through it. That's what puppies do. I was thinking about what if we'd made digital versions of Pretty Penny and The Boy Who Talked Rocks. Oh, you totally should. Let me know if that's something you guys would be into. So that's all we have for you guys. We hope you're doing well. Thanks so much for taking the time. Let's have the most positive attitude we can during the situation. Let's look for ways that we can help others while we're helping ourselves. Thanks for taking the time, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.